And we're back with our third episode. Kat, how are you? I am pretty good, Amara. I mean, literally, I'm a... Gosh, I, I'm a sentient pool of water right now because, oh my god, it's hot outside. It um, has been hot. It has been oh, hot. Oh, it has been unbearably warm. It is unceasably warm for this country, but yet here we are. We're podcasting. I am sweating, but you know, nobody needs to read or hear about that. So how are you doing? How you, How's your week been? Good, thanks. I've realised that for those people who, who believe that global warming does not exist, um, this this heat is a reality. I don't remember the UK ever being this warm, you know. No, nor should it be. I, I, I'm willing to admit I'm Anglo-Saxon enough to go, I am not built for this weather. And yet here we are. I think one thing we have to look at is it's too hot. I think we talked about this before we got onto the podcast of it's too hot to get, dig into a serious topic. So, I mean, the question is, what do you, what do you want to talk about tonight? Because I'm I'm not up for a I'm not up for a soul searching dig into feminism versus patriarchy. Don't worry, we're going to keep it quite lighthearted this time round. So we spoke about demystifying code last week. This week, I thought I'd ask, how have you found lockdown? I, I like it. I like it because uh, if only one could express the, a blessing and a curse at the same time. I mean, for me, it's 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 so complicated. I you know like like very on, on the surface, you can't deny that I've got three hours a day back and maybe 500 pounds a month back wow you know know, very simple like you know numerical values you know i don't live in london so i commute to london every day when i you know back in the before time so i'm I'm not getting up i'm not putting on makeup so i you know i'm easily saving two hours a day in commuting probably three plus three four hours a day money wise you got the season ticket so and it's not just a case of saving that time it's like well i'm getting more sleep than i've ever got before like the the opportunity to get like a solid eight hours and still get into the quote-unquote office by half eight nine is amazing i mean it, what you know like what what how is what's your experience been like you know the superficial introduction to covid life i think it's interesting how you were talking about how people spend so much time within the week just traveling to and from work and it it's kind of become a normal right in london most people travel at a minimum an hour so anything between 40 minutes and an hour is considered sort of the norm in terms of commuting in london then you hear people who travel two three hours and to all of a sudden have that time back and to realize wow that was a huge chunk of my life that i was i was commuting to and from work and now I can I can read I can go for a walk. Well, exactly. I mean, in my case, it's you know, like for some of it, sleep. Like, exactly. I can't remember the last time pre-COVID, I got up on a weekday after half six seven. Now you know nowadays, I can get up at half past eight, have coffee, and be in quote unquote the office by nine. It's it's very different, and. The trade-offs are abundant, but, you know, 
that that's compelling. I mean, obviously, I've I've always lived outside London. I, mm-hmm. I think you know for the majority of your career, you've lived near where you've worked, so you've done that underground grind all the time. But so, how have you found it? Have you found that that difference? Like, what is the trade-offs for you? I definitely think the commute helps. Even though I'm, I will, like you said, I've I've always lived close to to work, just because. I was one of those people, I'm not originally from London, so when I moved to the city, it was always a case of the trade-off is going to be you live closer to work because if I wanted to live far, further out, I would have stayed where I was and maybe tried to do like a ridiculous journey from Manchester, which would not have happened. Um, <laughs> and so when you don't know people, it's just easier to then think, okay, well, I'm not, I'm for me, the focus is just being close enough to get into work without doing a... a ridiculous commute so I was always on the DLR so I didn't have to get onto the tube um which honestly makes a huge difference just because you can open a window and you've got fresh air coming in (laughs) well the thing I always think about is like how bad would a commuting commuting have been 20 years ago like today I've got all of my friends on messenger I've got a world of books an entire universe of news, all the music I could ever want to listen to, and, you know, an almost limitless supply of games to entertain myself. Commuting, you know, isn't that bad? Versus if I go back 20, 30 years and you sort of see those pictures of people like going with the ball hats and their newspapers going, how tedious must that have been? Like, how good do we have it versus that? And even so, it's a grind. That I am not sad to be without. <laughs> Are you sure you don't miss being under the armpits of someone in a heavily packed train in the in the morning? Don't get me wrong. The, the the thing I miss is that unlimited amount of time to listen to a podcast because I've got so behind on my podcasts. Like, ironically, since we're recording one, but you know that that was my podcast time. Me from my out my front door. To work, that was an hour and a half where I was like podcasts and the news, and it was quite. You know, nowadays I roll out of bed, I have coffee, and I'm I'm in, I'm in the office. There isn't that kind of like ramp up time where I listen to you know, like people talk you know, expansively about like computer games or like film theory. So, but yeah, no, I miss it. But I mean, so I mean, my question to you must be: What are you choosing to do with the extra time? I mean, obviously, it is ridiculously hot right now, and it's been like one of the few weeks I have desperately missed the air conditioning of an office. But like, what do you, what do you, like, what what makes this different for you? How are you making the most of this? Because if we're not going to make the best of this, why bother? Exactly. Um, well, I think one thing that viewers already know is. I'm learning to code. That was something that you and I sort of started as soon as we went into lockdown. And I think that really helped just picking up hobbies or picking up... Speaking of which, you still owe me your homework. We're going to quickly, quickly brush over that. Um, I will, I will get my homework done. Anyone listening, always get your homework done on time. Do not I was about to say, if we, if we move on from my lack of homework, which by the way, normally, guys, I do deliver. It's just been a very busy few weeks. And the thing for me that I really started enjoying is, A, long walks, which normally, you know, in a busy day, you do not get. By the time you come home or you've met some friends after work, you're just exhausted. 
and you, you get to bed and it's just like Groundhog Day. You get up, it's the same routine. All of a sudden now it's like I have pockets of time where I can do things. So at lunch, I'll take a walk. If I've, you know, got space between a meeting and it's been a really stressful morning or afternoon, I will take time off and I'll just go out for a walk. I need to just give myself ways of dealing with stress, of ways of dealing with long days or, you know, giving yourself a break away from the laptop because you now no longer have that disconnect which you would have at work when you'd walk away from your screen, you'd go into a meeting, you'd go out for lunch. Now it's very easy to kind of get stuck in that bubble of just being at your desk and all of a sudden you've lost track of time because there's no separation between... Especially when you're all alone. I mean, you know, obviously people are out there with living with their partners, living with their family, but there is exactly it's a much tighter knit group. So you don't have you don't have even even the stranger on the train that you have to sit next to. There is a a real lack of human contact. So in, in many ways, it's quite freeing because you know I, I'm quite happy to go out for a walk every day and. In the middle of the forest, or I say forest, you know, in the middle of like nowhere to go. Oh no, I'm gonna. That's a tune on my headphones. I'm quite happy to shake my ass to this. I don't care who's watching. And I don't know if that's because I've been living alone for too long now, and I'm just like going screw it. I, I feel I feel the need to dance, but that you know that, it is, just an escape. I think it's just an expression of I'm I'm still here, in some ways, like a defiance of the mundanity of being trapped in at home, and that constant cycle of work home work home. Like, and I always say to people, you know, never be afraid to show your emotions, let them out in whatever is the best way for you. It's interesting you talk about the dancing thing. I think I mentioned it to you and Ashley at some point as well. I never did ballet as a kid, but I've always been fascinated by ballerinas. And it's one of those things that I'd love to do as an adult if I had the time, which I now probably do, but I think a lot of the ballet schools are closed at the moment. So uh, I've always encouraged myself that if I'm on a walk and I'm listening to some music and I just get into the mood, I will pretty much like, you know, do a one, two step, do a bit of a twirl. I mean, obviously I try and make sure there's no one <laughs> no one around, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people have seen me do that because it, for me, it's very liberating. And <laughs> I think whatever you need right now to get through this new normal, you know, this, this phase of unknown and uncertainty, people should, should, should embrace it. I was actually um, reading a book at the moment. It's called, maybe you should talk to someone. It's a, it's a fictional book about a therapist who then goes into therapy herself. Um, but it's really interesting because she she uses examples of sort of different patients and how she helps them and everyone's kind of going through different um, different things in life. Um, and then she she references a really famous um, psychologist. He's a German psychologist. I can't remember his name. And he says anything can be taken from a man, but one thing: the last of the human freedoms, which is to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. So for me. My attitude is, if I feel like dancing, I'm going to dance. <laughs> if I feel like going and having like a coffee first thing in the morning, um, you know, I'm going to do it. Like, don't stop yourself. Um, I think now more than anything. You yeah, you absolutely should. I think, oh, complete. I think one of the things I've 
it's interesting because you know you you've always wanted to be a ballet dancer clearly, and you know you you will go on point in the middle of where you're walking. Whereas I I've I grew up wanting you to be Kurt Cobain. I can totally see you either as a rock star. I will always want to be a rock star, and I will always when when. <laughs> oh, when when no one is looking, I am busting out the air guitar, and I am I am I am on the stage at Nebworth or where you know at Woodstock, and I am I am amazing. But I think I think there's you're never too old to be done with that fantasy. As 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 lockdown and this heatwave has shown, it is the great leveler. We're all stuck in this same oppressive, tedious, new normal. You've got to find your fun somewhere. And anyone who judges you for finding fun in whatever is just not worth your time. Like, and, and you know, as women, especially women in tech, where we're supposed to be serious and we're supposed to be everything to everybody at all times, taking the time to be silly to amuse yourself, to find your own peace, and to not give a shit what anybody thinks. That's really powerful. Because, you know, at work, there are a thousand eyes on you, judging you, exactly. weighing what you say and what you think and what you're doing. In lockdown, it, you know, when you're sweating in this stupid, like, it shouldn't be 35 degrees. I'm not built for this. I, you should, you know, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I, I come from solid Anglo-Saxon stock. We are, we are far too pale <laughs> to exist in this kind of heat. I, you know, but when I'm outside in 35 degree heat, showing an unadvisable amount of flesh for my age, who cares? I want to play the air guitar. And I don't want to care what somebody may think of me and my career prospects. Or, oh, I don't want to employ her in the future because she's not very serious. Like, I, I can be a great programmer. I can know my stuff. I can manage teams of teams of teams and point 30, 50, 100 engineers in the right direction and get them to do great work. And I can do it from home in a heat wave and sometimes go, sod it, I'm going to go for a walk, I'm going to eat a nice lolly and I'm going to listen to Aerosmith. Yeah. Or the darkness, or my particular favourite outcast. We all need a bit of hayar in your life. I was just, I was just about to. I had hayar in my head as soon as you said. Outcast. It's such a tune. Come on, I, you know, for people <laughs> of a certain age, that is a tune. I, 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 I defy anybody to not want to dance when that song comes on. But, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that could that could be a future, future <laughs> podcast. The songs of our past. I'll bring some Bollywood in Arabic. Oh God, I would love that. We we need to embrace that Bollywood <laughs> sense because it, n- nothing um, else is more glorious than suddenly two people going, "We like each other." Right now, let's get the entire neighbourhood to do a perfectly choreographed number. Yeah, without any training whatsoever. Exactly. It's, it's like every day is a flashbulb. In Bo- it's interesting. I am. Um, I was t- speaking to someone a while back. And asking them if they have um, a soundtrack. And they said, what do you mean? And I said, you know, do you have a soundtrack that you live by? So you wake up in the morning, every bit of what you do, you give it a soundtrack. And they thought I was really strange. And then I found an article about it. And I'll have to I'll have to dig it out. It was on LinkedIn. 
but there are and, it, and it's a no it's quite a well i now feel normal but yeah like you know you have a soundtrack to your life and if you're out and you're having a good day and you're walking in the park etc that soundtrack will reflect that just like in in the movies and like... i mean my my, my go-to is always like, I, I always wonder like if 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 anybody ever makes the uh the movie of my life i want there to be a scene where I'm looking out of a window and it's raining, the rain is hitting the panel. I am sad and somebody out there is sad for me. And like, you two will play and it'll be like, oh yeah, with or without you. Now that, that's a mood song. And yes, I have never got over my teenage angst and I don't care. So were you one of those people who was really happy when you got the YouTube album for free? Oh gosh, <laughs> no! Like you two were good when they did the Joshua Tree. <laughs> Anything after that, it's like, oh, we're gonna skip over that. I'm glad you know your YouTube. I I I wouldn't be able to recognize or. Or oh, you just called them YouTube <laughs> name. <laughs> I love me some YouTube. The 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 near the corner. What's his name? Oh yes, that's right. The edge. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Bonnet. You too, you too. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry for any YouTube fans out I there. I think. Don't get me wrong. I think, they, as I said, they're one of those bands that that clearly captured the zeitgeist when they were around. Um, do Do I love their entire back catalog? Heck, well, hell no, but. There are pieces that they have produced which you cannot argue are works of genius. Very much like The Police, like Roxanne and Don't Stand So Close To Me and... Oh, hell, Weather With You by... Who did Weather With You? This has really got off track, this podcast. This is nothing about tech now. This is just Cat and Namarago. Hmm, those bands we used to like... <laughs> And I'm like, I really don't know music. Crowded House like, I... did Weather With You. Oh, Crowded House. That, that, that's a trip. I, I have got a lot of time for the, those, that weird Australian band. We will, we, will, we, will, we will do a one-off podcast on music and we can bring in all our different types of music and share that. Oh, we absolutely should. Um, I mean, it's, uh, you know, as we said at the start of this podcast, it's stupidly hot. It, this is the first week that I have almost wish we were back in the office because at least I'd have aircon. But at the same time, not having to sniff a 15 like strange armpits for three hours has its plus sides. I was going to say, many people are, are probably rejoicing in not having to do that. It's been great speaking to you, Kat. Obviously, this one was a bit more light-hearted. Just kind of wanting to discuss that, yes, we're in um, some unusual water at the moment. COVID is bringing love uncertainty and it's okay to take some time to, to maybe do something that you've not done before take on hobbies that you, you used to love and don't have time I've done so much reading recently and and just remember that it's okay to find comfort in whatever it is whether it's dancing in the street whether it's music back catalogs that you've not been through whether it's reading find what works for you find what gets you through this and hopefully we'll see you guys in our next podcast. Well, perhaps we'll have named it. Um, but absolutely. I mean, thanks for talking to me, uh, Amara. I think it's, as ever, it was great. I say it like, as ever, it was great. You know, it's like we don't talk when we're not on the podcast. But yeah, I, you know, I reiterate <laughs> all of your thoughts. They are, they are far more articulate than I could be. Um, 
thanks everyone for listening we'll be back next time hopefully with the name take care take care everyone thank you (laughs) bye-bye